in a world of podcasts, this is another one. Mm-hmm. I'm Eric Scott. And this is Mike. Was it the best movie I've ever seen? Yeah, probably. Thank you, baby. And this is Across the Movieverse. Yeah. Yo, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Recording. Hang up the phone call. We're also on. All right, what's up, dude? Where? Armand, good to see you. Good to see you, too, buddy. Uh, cool. We uh, this fifteenth times the charm here. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is across the movie verse, and yeah, you're mm-hmm. with uh, with your two two favorites, your boys. Eric and Mike, uh, you're going to hear a new voice on the mic today. Uh, he's fr- south of the border. A little, uh, yep. little, little flavor for us. Uh, our good buddy, Armand. A little spice. What's going on, everybody? So, uh, yeah, we're glad to have you, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for popping in. Hopefully we can uh, you know keep doing stuff. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Just to pull around a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can just get uh, get right into it. You know, we uh, we watched The Rock. I watched it, it a while ago. Now we've been we've been planning into this for a little bit. I'll say a hard movie to uh, Google thanks to Dwayne Johnson's recent fucking <laughs> shooting stardom. Yeah, The Rock movie. It just came up. I watched The Tooth Fairy uh, four times <laughs> before. <laughs> I feel like people forget about a, that movie. I had to scroll four Google pages down to find this movie. And it's arguably the uh, the best one, I'd say. <laughs> the best rock movie. One was in, I'd say this. Jurassic Park's pretty good. Of Of what movies? Just movies in general? No movies with rocks in them. Oh yeah, movies with rock. <laughs> I would say 127 hours might be my favorite rock movie. <laughs> the best horror film was Bruce. I had. <laughs> yeah, dude. I wish The Rock would have just uh, done a move when he was a wrestler and he just sat on some dude's arm <laughs> and made him cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a sweet move. The sequel, and it'll be Kevin Hart, the longest, <laughs> longest cage match ever, dude. <laughs> Kevin Hart gets his arm stuck under the rock. I'd watch it. <laughs> Holding on his yeah. career. Man, so uh if you're not familiar the rock is a uh, it's a classic with starring Sean Connery, Nick Cage, uh who else is in that movie? There's a bunch. Ed Harris, Ed Harris. Ed Harris Dr. Cock, uh the guy who kind of looks like Tim Robbins but isn't Tim Robbins. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about the uh one of the military guys yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, i found i've got a bunch of theories about this one that are like actually pretty rooted in like there's like evidence uh and then i got some, i've also got some pretty wild ones as well the women actresses in this movie who <laughs> shall remain nameless <laughs> because we do not know their names they definitely not there was like one woman in the entire movie i think nick cage's girl yeah right? yeah and that was her, yeah well, the best part so was... So much untapped with that relationship. Yeah. She should have been a way bigger part of that movie. Well, 
<laughs> the be- the best part at the beginning. Do you remember when she's crying in the cemetery when Ed Harris is in the cemetery and it the tombstone just says his wife on it. <laughs> My wife. It's a bore. <laughs> It doesn't say like loving mother or like just like a, a person. It just says his. So like people knew who he was, <laughs> his wife. It's I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I heard somewhere that it was, uh, that's why she got the military burial. Because it was his wife. <laughs> My wife. It's preemptive. Oh. And so he married in the, in the honorary military graveyard. That's smart. That is he can be smart. buried next to his, his loving wife. But what if he hates her and goes like, go somewhere else? <laughs> well, too bad. Had to drop her at the bottom of the ocean like Osama. <laughs> I mean, I think she, her death was the inspiration for his entire scheme. Yeah. And uh, like one second after her death, the plans were already drawn up. There was He already had blueprints for Alcatraz. A second after she died. Yeah, I think he was he had it already, but he was just waiting for her to croak, uh, so she so she wouldn't like be embarrassed. You know, kind of like how, you know, like when your uh, when your parents die, you'll finally uh, start doing porn or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, just so they don't see. Mom and dad are back. Yeah. I don't know. I might do it before. <laughs> my dad would be and so my, proud. Yeah, my, my dad would have a heart attack. And, I hadn't. I know you'd seen this movie before. Oh, Arma! Before we get get into it, I guess let's give a little a uh, little background. I mean, we've we're all pals, but uh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. My name's Armand. I'm Brown. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Here. You hear uh, that industry? <laughs> we got one. We got one. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. He's I'm a trans brown. brown woman, and uh, it's really <laughs> yeah. Also gay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, socially gay. <laughs> I'm culturally gay, but I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not practicing. Uh, I'm just culturally gay. But yeah, no, I met these two in college, and uh, we both all three of us like movies, so they brought me on. Yeah, I work in the film industry as a second assistant camera insider. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Industry insight. There we go. Yeah, you're. Uh, I got you're a the, detail to come out. Finally got one here, Eric. You're the, you're the mole. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Well. Uh, yeah, we're glad to have you. Uh, you'd seen the movie, Leahy. Had you seen it? I'd seen it on TV a million times, in and out. Maybe never. Probably only once or twice the whole way through, but. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever watched it uh, all the way through either. I never had movies growing up, but like I was always watching movies on TV with commercial breaks and like cuss words leaped uh, out. Which uh, makes it watching. makes it better. <laughs> hey, that turns a, a two hour Nicolas Cage movie into a four hour Nicolas Cage. Well he didn't swear in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Zeus's butthole. Oh, dude, that's the best line in the whole in the whole movie. T-shirt. <laughs> what? How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? <laughs> that's very. Uh, that's probably one of my top five Nick Cage lines from movies. You think so? I would say so. 
It just, I mean, in Fake Off, he had at least 10 <laughs> that were just unreal. Um, One of mine's is, uh, I forget which one it is, but where he's just getting attacked by bees. And he's just like, oh, no, not the bees, not the bees. The wicker man. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a whole there's a whole Reddit group uh, that is devoted to Nicolas Cage called the One True God. They just follow they follow him and like they post memes and like videos and stuff of him. I, I did. What's the any? Is it nothing bad's come out about it? Has it? I mean, I don't think any anything he did. We'd all just be like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, it's all pretty on brand. <laughs> I was just listening to a thing today, like a podcast, and uh, it said it took Nicolas Cage uh, watching John Travolta play him in Face Off to realize like <laughs> that he needed to get even weirder because he's like, oh, if someone else can play me, then I'm not unique. I need to be weirder. <laughs> <laughs> to get one level higher than John Travolta, the <laughs> wildest yeah. man in the world. Yeah, it could only have been John Travolta playing Nick Cage to make him realize that he's weird. And that's where Tom Cruise came through. He saw Travolta, he saw Cage overtake Travolta, and he said, I need to do something about this. Too. And he overtook Cage. And then he pulls off his Mission Impossible mask. It was, <laughs> it was Wolf Blitzer yeah. the whole time. It was Wolfie B. <laughs> All right, let's do a, you want to do a quick, uh, quick rundown of the movie? This movie, yeah, is like 15 hours long. It's so long. It's like four different movies. How did you end up watching it? What uh, what service? Uh, rented it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, just I ended up renting it, it as well. Because TNT.com was very slow. But they know, yeah. but they know drama. I think this movie's in on TNT because it's in the Las Vegas family. Uh, with uh, One of my favorites of all time. Las Vegas was good. With Fergie's husband and uh, that's that's the, that's uh, the most uh, feminist sentence I've ever heard. I love it. Josh Josh uh, Dumel has no name. He is Fergie's husband. Scott Kahn's dad's in it. Just know all the <laughs> all the family members. Uh, I've never seen that. Oh, it's, oh, it was one of my favorite. I don't know. Las Vegas was. <laughs> It was on TV. Yeah. It was like five seasons long. Got shot early. <laughs> on the biggest cliffhanger in TV history. Uh, the <laughs> the face behind Tom Selleck's mustache was on there too. <laughs> Tom Selleck was so goddamn alive. They cut it off. They should. Why don't they bring off? Bring back Las Vegas. Whatever. What, Very long. Let's, movie. let's write the reboot. <laughs> a little less conversation. A little more action. <laughs> Yeah, that's a theme song. All this satisfaction, all me. A little less, a little more. I'm going to you all to satisfy me. A theme song, if you don't get it. Bow, 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 I kind of got it. Oh, it's a sweet opening. That's so credits. Uh, it would make me want to watch it, you know. Good. I'll, no, I'll mail you my DVD box set of it. I mean, I... 
I kind of want to do the old Netflix rental, you know? I would watch it. DVD. Do they mention it still? No. Do they, do they stop doing that? I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I imagine yeah. them uh, burning all the DVDs like the Nazis burned books. <laughs> like, yeah. in big, like, rallies, and they're all breaking them. <laughs> all right. So let's, let's uh, do a quick summary, and uh, I got some plot points I want to talk about about this movie because it was uh it's pretty ridiculous i it was also really good but all right i'll try and keep this very long movie short it's like 15 movies in one <laughs> open on <laughs> two hours later the movie finally starts where they recruited uh ex james bond pretty much agent sean connery to break back into Alcatraz after he's broken out uh they need to break into Alcatraz because a former very Medal of Honor winner general has taken a bunch of hostages. Uh, he has a bunch of warheads that he's threatening to shoot uh, at the United States unless they pay out a bunch of military deaths that the U.S. military caused. So you're kind of on his side throughout the whole movie, honestly. And then they need someone to break in with James Bond to defuse the missiles. So they get Nick Cage, who recently just got engaged, and his girlfriend, Sam, from Las Vegas, pregnant. I love how we're introduced to Nick Cage and his girlfriend when he's... So he almost dies at the beginning, you know, because uh, they get one of those those bioweapons, which was also created in uh, the movie 12 Monkeys. Are you... Uh, <laughs> are same weapon and well and was he, it in 12 monkeys in 12 monkeys I, I wrote it down as uh that yeah and it's like another character from uh who was also in the rock is the mad scientist in 12 monkeys who creates this like bio weapon pretty pretty crazy but uh but then when he's sitting on his couch naked playing guitar uh when we first yeah. meet him and his girlfriend this was like a string of uh back when Nick Cage was in pretty good shape and he, he had a shirtless scene in every movie. He had good chest hair. Yeah. Michael Bay even quoted that. Like, he's like, I think that he said that, uh, or I think he just wanted to be naked in the scene to show off his body. But Nick Cage was like, no, we need to show that he's at home and comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so they gave him a guitar. The, yeah. uh, I couldn't tell throughout this whole movie if Nick Cage was tough or a huge nerd. Because some like naked playing guitar to that woman is very cool. Real cool. And then Sean Connery just bosses him and bullies him around. And he well, cannot handle it at all. He's got the Rube Goldberg machine at the beginning, which is real cool. Uh, <laughs> and he diffuses that bomb. Like he was just- what was that? Like, I say, like in nerd school, you know, he was like the toughest nerd. Yeah, toughest nerd. He's king of the nerds. <laughs> like, he was the one who picked on. He got his all first chemistry nerds. set when he was five. <laughs> he beat up his first chemistry nerd when he was six. <laughs> he, yeah, he diffused that bomb. Like, there was a countdown. The movie could have ended in the first 10 minutes if they wouldn't have gotten that bomb figured out. Would have been done. It was, yeah. it was like that was a scene that was just cut out of a different movie 
that they had left on the cutting room floor. And they're like, all right, we got Nick Cage yeah. doing this. Let's get it in this one. I like that part of the scene when one of the scientists who is like outside of the thing, he just looks at the camera and goes, we're fucked. Like they like missed their, de- <laughs> like they missed their deadline for <laughs> to like send in the reports, but it was like, oh no, their skin's going to melt off if they don't. It's like, we're just, we're fucked. <laughs> All right, so they enlist the help of uh, um, Sean Connery to go to Alcatraz, The Rock. That's where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. Where did they? Sh- where did they shoot this? Did they actually get onto Alcatraz? Well, I'm not sure if they actually not filmed on Alcatraz, but they did a premiere of the movie on Alcatraz. What? Yeah. I guess is they did like real shots at Alcatraz and then everything else was probably staged. I guess the studio setup. You think they shot that scene in Face Off when he's breaking out of prison during the same months as him breaking into the prison? They just filmed it all at one time. <laughs> They'd like just the- Face Off came after came out at, out at like six months after this movie. They'd uh, just bring in a new crew real quick. He'd like freeze, and he'd uh, he'd do a little. He'd shake off his old character. <laughs> Go backwards, Dude, yeah. I wish that during the premiere of of The Rock on Alcatraz, that it it was like that's where the sequel starts. It's like very meta. So then they take hostage the cast and crew of The Rock <laughs> by The Rock. <laughs> He's takes by The Rock. He takes hostage. What's he need the money for? What's that? I said, what's he need the money for? Like, why does he need to get paid? Uh, the Russians stole Kevin Hart, <laughs> and he, he needs to get him back. He needs money to pay the Russians to pay Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> get Kevin Hart back. And then, like, it's just gonna the trailer is gonna be just cut scenes of Kevin Hart screaming or just saying one funny line. And that's all we need. Maybe. Yeah, that's all we need. Keep, put it in the trailer, and we got a we got a movie. You don't even need words if you have Kevin Hart and The Rock in the trailer. Like people are gonna go see it. I was gonna say, who do you wish was in this uh, movie instead of Sean Connery and The Rock? But I think we already have our answer. Like, <laughs> an older, grizzled Kevin Hart playing Sean Connery. Ooh, and that'd be the good. Rock, the Rock portraying. Is Sean, Sean Connery still alive? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's almost he's almost gone though yeah. for sure. He's got a license to. He's like, like to one of those actors that always just looks old as fuck. Yeah, I mean he even as a young actor he just looked old. He, he wore a hairpiece. Wow. He was wearing a hairpiece in Bond. It was for pubes. Well, really really <laughs> <laughs> a pube to pay. <laughs> Yeah, they ran out of wigs, so they paid up, like, 34 PAs to shave their pubes. An old friend of mine said they watched all every single Bond second by second broken down to see if there's any uh, nipper peen shown, and there's not, none. Not one. The best you get's like, a top butt crack. It's pretty good. And that's the best. Yeah. Still pretty good. And that could, <laughs> that could very much well be lower back. <laughs> You know, I, I it is it is with mine. You know, you guys both know I've got a very high butt crack. <laughs> I've got yeah, it's never. I've got tall pubes and a high crack. 
<laughs> it stays a mile long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it stops uh, halfway up my my spine. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> right, so they got to break in and they start fighting off the. Uh, well, Sean Sean Connery has been in jail for years. But he's the only person to ever escape the rock. That's why they get him, so they can sneak in and uh, get these weapons back. There's a uh, there's a theory that I know you mentioned it earlier, kind of as a joke, but there's a theory that uh, Sean Connery was James Bond in this movie, too. That like the, the title of James Bond is just given to uh, the person who's currently 007, and then that's why there's all di- like different 007s. They're just James Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, it like the timing kind of lines up as well for when he would have been in British intelligence and when he got like arrested. And that's why there was like no record of him because it was scrubbed. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, as soon as he shaves his, his, his shaves, what about <laughs> shaves his pubes? <laughs> the 90s, they, the, does the FBI, just, the CIA or FBI just have a. A stylist on hand that they call in every time, or is he is was that gentleman part of the FBI? Dude, that stylist was so funny. He was like the most. <laughs> he was like what people in the nineties thought gay was. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. They probably just were like, let's just. They just found some random gay dude, and they're like, give him some scissors. Right. I bet. I bet he could come. I like the thing they just have a gay on hand that comes in and does all the cleanup job. <laughs> But as soon as that that gentleman, that gay gentleman, uh, cleaned up Connery's hair, I was like, "Oh, boom, James Bond." Mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah. Well, he. I mean, how long were his pubes? You know, his hair was outrageous. Oh yeah, his pubes must have been his knees at least. Yeah, I think... he made like a joke that he got raped in the shower when he was fighting <laughs> off. Yeah, fighting off rape, and he goes, uh, "It hasn't happened yeah. as much lately. I must be losing my looks." <laughs> He said he like wasn't as hot anymore, so he wasn't trying to get raped by all the dudes. What an odd. You think he started the Maybe he was. Maybe he was. Maybe. He's I mean, good he's, like, he's good enough to kill a bunch of Marines. Maybe he just like he's in there. Started to like it, you know. Maybe they're, they're like, "All right, get out of the shower." He goes. Uh, he's he's just in there the whole time. Welcome to the cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he'd say to all the new new members. <laughs> Welcome to the cock. Um, it looks like it's stuck between a rock and a hot <laughs> I think Sean Connery heard that quote and then said, we got to think of something about this. And then they came up with this movie. Dude. He call- That's where it all started. He, he, called we, his, we need he called his old pal Michael Bay and they said, get Jerry Bruckheimer on the phone. We're making a picture. <laughs> So, long story, long story gay here, you know, they, long pubes gay here, they, they break in, I crack, I crack, sorry, <laughs> they, they break in, they fight off the, uh, the Marines, um, stop the bombs, and, uh, yeah, pretty much they, they saved the city of San Francisco. Also, it must have been pretty easy to find a gay dude in san francisco too like it, it wasn't uh that whole town that's what the bomb yeah. they just turned you turned you gay 
I mean, honestly, like in its time, I'm surprised they weren't like, oh, you're bombing San Francisco. Go ahead. You know? <laughs> in the 90s, maybe? Yeah, they were, uh, they were pretty uh, homophobic I back then. I could have seen like one of those older, older generals saying something like that. It's just <laughs> like, Mr. President, what, uh, what it's just San Francisco. <laughs> uh, what was the guy's head, the leader of the CIA's name? Willard or Wofford? Walf- Walford? No, I don't know. Wilfred? <laughs> Wilfred Brimley? What is, uh, what does Sean Gonnery say when he scratches through the glass and with the coin <laughs> and punches through it? He says, I knew it was you. <laughs> Piece oh, of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think my my favorite character from this movie was uh, the black trolley driver. Do you remember him? Oh, he loved the trolley, dude. He stole the show. During during one of Sean Connery's escape scenes, which it, there are many before they finally he finally agrees to team up and break into Alcatraz, like an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie or something like that. There's an escape scene where Nick Cage trashes the entire town of San Francisco, yeah. <laughs> chasing after Sean Connery. And a trolley man is caught, a uh, driver of the famous San Francisco trolley is caught up in the aftermath, and he is begging the Lord to keep his trolley safe. <laughs> yeah. He does not have any regard for the people on it. Well, and they made it a point to show how angry he was at Sean Connery. He goes, he goes, I'm gonna hunt you down. I'm gonna get you. Like I want to see. I I hope that he like dedicated the whole rest of his life to this, to like finding <laughs> Sean Connery, and called that the hunt for Red October. <laughs> and I want to insert that guy in like a bunch of other movies. Like put him on the bus in Speed and just see. I how- was thinking that exact thing, dude. I was thinking that exact thing. Yeah, he why, why, why even put him on the bus? Let's just keep him on his tro- on the trolley in every single movie. Put the like this <laughs> runs into the trolley. Oh, that'd be good. He just got the new one. He's waxing it like he's <laughs> he's so he's so proud of it. He he was wearing like a Boy Scouts uniform Spider-Man. too. Spider Man shoots the webs, stops the trolley. Not the subways. Yeah, he moves to he moves to New York. He drives his trolley all the way to New York, ready to start a new life. <laughs> Spider Man comes and fucks it all up. Yeah, that or like Avengers and the Hulk just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Just fucking My trolley, <laughs> dude. Um, Ed Harris, one of the greatest villains. Or actors, maybe of our generation, is the main villain of this, but then gets betrayed by his hired team who only wants the money after they did betray the U.S. government. But Ed Harris, like the other day, didn't want to kill innocent lives. He, he was steers bl- he was one bluffing. of them. He's bluffing and then said, he, was, he comes out of the movie on top, honestly, except he gets murdered. But in the audience's eyes, he was always a good guy. Nice little Mexican standoff. Yeah, that was a twist. Yeah. Every single one of those guys shot every single one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think he was buried next to uh, his wife and it said, like, 
they got like wow. they got like a good deal on like his and hers gravestones. Like they bought them at a like Bed Bath and Beyond or something. <laughs> Lovers Lane. My my wife, his, his wife, her, wife. Her, her, her her husband. Her. It says like I'm with stupid. One's <laughs> 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 well, pointing down. One's like pointing at the husband. Yeah. <laughs> Man, breaking each other. <laughs> so, uh, and then. Well, the reason Sean Connery was arrested in the first place was because he had this microfilm that uh, apparently has all the secrets, every secret. And that's the only thing, that's the only thing micro about him, maybe. Mm-hmm. At, just ask the guys in the shower that uh, he was raping. Yeah. <laughs> and Tried to rape him, yeah. He, uh, he had this microfilm, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't give it up, wouldn't tell where he, uh, where he left it. But then at the end... Um, him and Nick Cage are parting ways and he lets him know where the microfilm is. So then we just assume at the end that mm-hmm. Nick Cage, he's on like his honeymoon in Kansas or wherever he says he, or Oklahoma or somewhere small. You think that he like has left the government at this point because he has like the, all the secrets and they drive off and he goes, honey, you want to know how JFK really died? Yeah, what what value? Why did he? I mean, I'm guessing he likes to hunt for treasure or national secrets or national treasure. Uh, but like, what? There's no value in knowing that. It's just just seem, knowledge for the sake of knowledge. Yeah, it seems just like putting him his life in danger. Yeah, it seems like a good way to uh, get locked up. <laughs> maybe, so, maybe he wants to get in the shower with Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery's like I. Gave it up. I would have been suicided. Oh, and uh, um, and Nick Cage tells everybody that Sean Connery's dead. Wait, what? Remember, Nick Cage tells uh, the FBI that Sean Connery died. Yeah, yeah. So, so that Sean Connery can go meet up with his wife and his daughter. No, I think the or no, think, his daughter. Yeah, the wife's dead, or the girlfriend's dead. His daughter is hot, though. All right. So, do you have any uh, any theories for how this uh, how this ties into universe? Any nods to other films? Because I, I found a, a pretty good amount. Well, of course, watching this movie, as I mentioned before, mine immediately goes to Las Vegas. Yeah. TV show. I can't imagine once. Uh, what's his name in this movie? Johnny Godspeed, Nicholas Cage's character. Uh, Sean Godspeed. It's Goodspeed. And uh, when uh, when he introduces himself to Connery and he goes, but of course you are. That's what he said (laughs) to uh, like Octopussy or somebody in one of the James Bond movies. Also a a nod. Uh, I think that Nicolas Cage is hunted by the government as soon as he gets his secrets out for no reason. I mean, to keep his partially because he doesn't really love her, he got tricked into the or backed into the marriage. Uh, he breaks up with his wife, breaks her heart. She abandons the kid or puts him up for adoption, goes to Las Vegas, mm-hmm. still with Nick Cage, breaks up with him, becomes an escort, becomes Sam Marquez or something like that in the show Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Cream rises to the top. That's what <laughs> happened to Connery in the in the showers. <laughs> That's pretty good. 
Um, yeah, I was thinking with the microfilm, he uh, he reignites his his passion for for secrets and for and conspiracy, and he calls his uh, estranged father that he changed his name uh, because he was embarrassed, uh, John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> and uh then they decide to start hunting treasure because he now knows that there's a uh there's a map on the back of the declaration of the in- independence you think that's in the uh that's in the microfilm well maybe not but there's a bunch of stuff that would lead to it so maybe he like that starts his like rekindles his interest there's also on the microfilm it says something about area 51 and i think that's a nod to uh transformers or a future Transformers, because there's there's stuff going I mean, on over there. Also, yeah, also <laughs> Michael Bay, and uh, dude, there's some there's some like legit ones though that I was fi- finding that uh, the president in The Rock. So you only see him like one time when he's on the phone, but he's the president is also the president in Armageddon. So that takes place in the same same universe. Is that really the same? Same, guy, the same dude. Same guy. He's uncredited in the yeah. uh, in the Rock, but and both are Michael Bay pictures as well. Yeah. If they, if they, if Michael Bay thinks that guy's president, then that guy's president. He keeps calling him Mr. President. He goes, Michael. Uh, I'm a I'm a well known character actor. He goes, Ah, Mr. President. What's <laughs> what's the first lady up to? <laughs> My wife, my wife died years ago. <laughs> Her wife, his wife, his wife, my wife. The uh, that kid on the motorcycle that uh, Nick Cage steals the motorcycle from. He later uh, pops up. He's a sailor in uh, on Sex in the City. So I think that after Ooh. after that went down, he's like, oh, man. And he's like, he's losing direction. And then he goes and uh, joins the Navy. <laughs> and then later <laughs> ends up in Manhattan. And I probably tries to pork Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> no. I'm sure it's a man. He, he, had, to, he had to have yeah. sex with Terry Bradshaw <laughs> from Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> what else do I got? <laughs> Um, I had a pretty good one. Um, oh, so I got, there's one guy who he, I believe he's one of the soldiers and he also plays a soldier by like the same name in X-Files as well. Just like a B-list soldier. Uh, or like a line soldier. Is what's what's uh Deep Blue Sea about? Deep Blue Sea is the shark movie. What's the movie where Paul Walker is hunting for gold? That's uh, Into the Blue. Yeah. Both. Speaking of John Boy being a treasure hunter, do you think quarterback Paul Walker learned any um of his treasure hunting prowess from his old football coach, John Voight. I mean, it's definitely not out of the, out of the question, out of the, the realm of possibility. Someone had to teach him. I mean, he must have that sense about him. He saw those maps lying around coach Voight's office. And he, he like closes the door real fast. <laughs> he said, coach, what's that? Don't, don't worry about that. 
Yeah, the porn magazines are still out for everyone to see. <laughs> he's uh, he's trying. No, maybe he's like trying to push Lance Harbor into uh, or Paul Walker, either one of them, into being a, a treasure hunter. And he goes, "I don't want your lap." <laughs> but Lance, you could have, you could have been one of the best. <laughs> but when he says the best the, the losers always go home and complain about the best the winners fuck the prom queen oh dude I, my football coach used to say that to us in high school Carlo Sam was the prom queen yeah my, uh, my football coach used to say that to us to get us pumped up in high school about, about fucking your prom queen? Yeah. Prom queen? But I didn't realize he was ripping off the rock the whole time. We thought he, we thought he just came up with this shit. No, that's not even that good. Coach, did, was, I, did was I inspire he, you? I hope he was doing it in a Sean Connery accent, too. You just didn't realize. No, so and then we go... Sean Connery, your football coach? And right at... Yeah, Sean, Sean wait, that's weird. Sean Connery was my football coach. No, my coach, he'd say that, and every time he'd go, and I thought of that. <laughs> he goes, that's mine. He always put it up on the whiteboard and quote himself. <laughs> um, oh, How good was that? <laughs> the, uh, so when they call the bomb strike on Alcatraz, um, and... Nick Cage defuses the last bomb and he needs to let him know that it's not, that they doesn't need to blow up the whole place. He goes and he goes on both knees with two flares, you know that? And he's like <laughs> leaning back. And do you think that's just, do you think that's a nod to platoon? Cause the cover of platoon is that like almost exact pose. And that's about Vietnam. Yeah. And Dr. Cox was in platoon who, He's also a Vietnam soldier and fighting for uh for more rights or for gay fighting for gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the plot of this movie? They're like, until gays can get married, we're gonna, we're gonna blow ourselves up. Ultimate protest, dude. <laughs> He's not gonna in the worst right. way possible. Not even just like blow them up, but just like boil their skin and get them all. What an honorable <laughs> cause that Ed Harris was fighting for throughout this. Yes, and Doctor Cox was fighting for, and that other guy was fighting for, and then everyone else just betrayed him. Do you think that Nick Cage, Nick Cage, started in a, his one of his first uh, acclaimed movies, Leaving Las Vegas, that he scooped up a young Sam, and then he left Las Vegas. <laughs> To uh, <laughs> yeah, to go, go fiddle with bombs. It wasn't him at the end of that. It wasn't him at the end of leaving Las Vegas that died. It was uh, not. It was John Travolta wearing Nicolas Cage's oh, face. That'd be good. And he went on to pick up Sam. He left Las Vegas. You know, <laughs> did you guys know uh, the the trivia to this movie on IMDb was incredible. The uh that both Quentin Tarantino and Aaron Sorkin were helped write and were uncredited writers on this movie. What? I think Do you think Tarantino wrote the Zeus's butthole part? I was thinking that was more of a that was more of a Sorkin. Yeah. I, they also did that Tarantino wrote 
It was weird. I just saw the new uh, To Kill a Mockingbird on Broadway that Aaron Sorkin wrote, and he did reference Zeus's butthole. <laughs> I, I didn't remember that. And when he's defending uh, Boo Radley. Boo Radley? Boo. <laughs> How in the name of Zeus's butthole could Boo Radley be guilty? And everyone looks around like, did uh, did Jeff Daniels just say Zeus's butthole? <laughs> Um, oh, it was uh, it was Pat Shipper was the uh, was the actor, and he uh, he plays Bill Scully Jr. in the X Files, and he's also a uh, he's a military person. Both of them, so that connects it to the X Files. This movie is uh, is just riddled with connections. And uh, you think uh, Ed Harris was on jury duty during Philadelphia, and then that's why he's fighting for the gays. <laughs> I think so. He saw it. He's like, he felt so bad. He saw for the injustice, and then he was waiting for his wife to die. Oh, he was gay this whole time. Yeah, that's good. He does have that weird connection with that his assistant guy. Yeah, yeah like he winks. A there's a couple of them, like where they're making eye contact. Like, ooh, ooh, yeah, take that bomb. What are you gonna, What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do with that bomb? Are you gonna hide it? In me? <laughs> They all hide the bomb. Um, I love that there's like 45 minutes of the movie where people are just thinking. <laughs> I'm like, what to do? <laughs> like a back and forth of people just thinking, trying to make a decision. <laughs> Nick Cage puking when the guy describes the mission. <laughs> what a wuss. Is yeah. he, is, he's a nerd. He's... He's defusing bombs, but he hears a bit of news, and all of a sudden he can't hold it down. What, was he th- what did you think the mission was going to be? <laughs> you know, I like to think that uh, in in some universe that all Nick Cage's movies are taking place in Nick Cage's head. <laughs> because like, if you pitch the movie like in his voice, it sounds like he came up with all of them. You know, like he'd be like, yeah, uh, so I just defused the bomb and I'm sitting there and I'm naked and I look good. And then my <laughs> and then my girlfriend comes in and she proposes to me. <laughs> and then uh, I put on John Travolta's face, but he doesn't look good. <laughs> you can do that for like for anybody. And uh, that's why. Uh, Mike, open up your email. I sent you a uh, a script that I wanna I wanna read aloud that I uh, that I wrote. <laughs> Mike, I'm gonna have you be the uh, security guard, and then uh, producer. Armand, I'm gonna have you be Dr. Simmons, and I'm gonna be Nicholas. And uh, Armand, if you can, al- or Leahy, if you can also read uh, the uh, stage directions, that would be great. Wait, who am I? The guard? So you're gonna be uh, the guard and um, producer later on, and and Got stage it. directions. And then Ar- I'm gonna I'm gonna play Got Nicholas, it. and then Armand's gonna play uh, uh, Dr. Simmons. All right, so let's uh let's start. Action. Interior, night, prison. The overhead light flickers after each pass of the ceiling fan. A man with light, <laughs> male pattern baldness sits Indian style on the ground, 
bound by a straight jacket facing the wall. Enter guard, followed by Dr. Simmons. You want me to stay with you? This guy can be a bit of a handful. I think I can handle him. He's an old friend. Aren't you Nicholas? Who is Nicholas? <laughs> well, I was referring to you. Who am I speaking to? Memphis. Memphis reigns. But don't worry. I'll be gone in 60 seconds. Well, then, who am I going to give this speech? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Well, who am I going to give this speech to? <laughs> A slight smile forms on Nicholas's face. Peach? I could eat a peach for hours. Caster? Is that you? I'm Caster Troy. I'm Caster Troy. <laughs> oh, you're John Travolta trapped in your body. Got it. How do you keep all this straight? Sometimes you have to get into the head of your subject. Aren't you worried that you may not make it out? I'm counting on it. Dr. Simmons looks down, and a smile starts to form on his face. It can't be. Dr. Simmons is transformed into Nicolas Cage. <laughs> How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? Oh, no. The guard drops to the ground and begins his cage transformation. <laughs> the three cages begin having an orgy. <laughs> Interior. Day. Conference room. Nicholas Cage stands in front of a group of producers in a pitch meeting. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. So a movie that acknowledges real life while suggesting that you're all of your characters in a split personality type mental disorder? Yes. And also, this is part of the movie. What? Nicholas starts maniacally laughing again. All of the other board members have morphed into Cage. Thus begins another... Even longer, Orgy. <laughs> Interior day, boardroom. So what do you think? The board of directors <laughs> speak among themselves. <laughs> it's terrible. We'll put it on Hulu. And, and scene. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I was writing that up. I couldn't see you. But I imagine you were look just like Nicholas Cage. Oh yeah. When oh, dude, like, if, are you imagine Cage? if I would have like dipped down and come up. <laughs> I honestly didn't want to turn back. I was afraid what I was gonna see. I thought about it. I was writing this on the train, and I was like, I was like hiding my notebook because I was so embarrassed writing like Nicholas Cage orgy in my over and over again. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's, that's my big uh, my big scene for the. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, that'll be, get a good chance of uh, being produced. Yeah, why don't we shoot the orgy scenes? <laughs> Those you get I, fig- <laughs> I figured I would just use the ones of the the B roll footage, the B hole B roll <laughs> footage I've already got. footage. Uh, uh, general footage, I, b- I believe, was one of the <laughs> military members who <laughs> who took down Alcatraz. General footage reporting for duty. Reporting for booty. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, anything else we want to we want to say about the film? 
this was a good movie. I'd say what I would rate it overall, probably 10 out of 10, two thumbs way, way up. Yeah, I'd probably give it five Zeus's buttholes uh, out of five. <laughs> I'll definitely give it a nine. I give it a nine out of 10. That's great flick. What's what's the uh, one thing you would like to improve? Uh, just less, just less time of people trying to make decisions or like worried faces. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nick Cage needed to do a movie over two hours every all throughout the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Connery was the real uh, real go getter there. He just he was making calls left and right. No one else was uh, was on his level. He was just like I gotta. He 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 jumped through that fire, just like rolling on the ground. The only other person that can do that is Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the reboot. And jump. The Rock throws him. <laughs> well, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Or like shot put with one arm. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I think there's a. This is like it's strangely connected, like in besides our own like weird fan theories that uh in it's rooted in like its own universe. So like the, all the, a lot of those '90s movies are connected, which is pretty pretty interesting. I can't believe that Nicolas Cage made National Treasure. Honestly, after this movie came out, it literally leads directly into it. Besides this quick stuff in Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, I was thinking I would love. I would. If this movie like wouldn't have done well, Michael Bay. I wish Michael Bay would uh, have directed porn. Uh, just all the like slow motion <laughs> explosions. Explosions, yeah, <laughs> would be insane. It's just it's a lot. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's it's gonna be like superhero movies, but like they're not gonna be filming the superheroes. It's gonna be people fucking while this <laughs> Yeah, you like. You can kind of see the superheroes like fighting outside New York, but you're just like watching people. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be pretty. Cool. That'd be a pretty good <laughs> spin off, like a porn genre. It's yeah. like wild, crazy stuff's happening, and someone's like, "Well, <laughs> I've got this boner." <laughs> what are we? Action, <laughs> action porn. Ooh. Action porn island. That's a new reality show, I think, coming out. On TNT, Porn Island. We know drama. All right. Well, well, boys. I think we we did it again. Uh, Armand, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, I think plan is now. Hopefully, we'll get you back next week. Hopefully, our schedules will align. Yeah, mm-hmm. Appreciate it coming on. And uh, yeah, I'll definitely watch. Uh, what's the next one again? I think we're. Big trouble, little big trouble, little China. And uh, yeah, unless it's something else. In, that, in which case, it won't yeah. be big trouble, little China. The only way, one way to find Sweet. out is to tune in next week. I'm gonna hang up on this and stop the recording, but we'll be able to stay on the on the video chat, and uh, so we don't have to just end our end our real life conversation when the pod ends. But uh, <laughs> goodbye. Follow goodbye. follow me on Instagram, Eric Scott Comedy, Eric with a K, because I'm a comedian and I need. I need that. I don't know if anyone. I got to get heat. In the industry, you know. If I was Armand, if I, if I looked like Armand, if my name was Armand Castillo, I would be selling out arenas by now. <laughs> but old like, white, you probably be 
falling. Old white devil, <laughs> Eric Scott. <laughs> no one's feeling it. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. When the lights go Later.